Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Create or Die. It's your host, Ike. <laughs> That's right, we're coming at you once again. Now, this time, believe it or not, it's episode 67, okay? You might be saying, that's exciting, but that's not necessarily an important number, right? I'm not 67, I wasn't born in 1967. Uh, some people, my kids think I was, <laughs> but uh, what makes this episode important? Well, this is the episode where I tell you officially from the onset, something that I think is pretty cool, personally. I've been doing this podcast for over a year, okay, and I've been, in reality, just talking to myself. I've been digging deep, I've been asking friends and, and acquaintances, colleagues to come on the program and maybe reassure myself. And believe it or not, I've been somewhat hypocritical, you know? I've talked the talk, but I haven't walked the walk. And now, I'm gonna do it. I'm taking a step into the unknown, facing one of my biggest fears, that of uh, uncertainty about where the next paycheck is going to come from, honestly, you know, how I'm going to provide for my family. I'm taking the step. It's a, it's an educated one. It's one I've been working towards for the past two years, but as of February 2nd, 2024, I will no longer be working for a, an organization for a paycheck every two weeks. Instead, I'll be doing uh, freelance, free range, creative. I'll be starting an agency of one to begin. And I'm gonna gather some of the most capable people I know, builders, creatives, who can help me on this journey. As things ramp up, I'll engage them on a contract basis and, and we'll see where it goes from there. But I'm essentially going after my dream. I'm gonna go create something new, something bigger than myself, something that scares the crap out of me. You know, I think they say if your dreams don't scare you, then they're not big enough, right? <laughs> well, this definitely scares me. Like I said, it's, it's an educated, guess it's an educated not guess educated risk you know I've got relationships with current clients that will feed me uh, consistent work and then it's time to turn on that sales motion and build it into something really big I'll be launching a new website soon Still playing around with, you know, what is the the brand exactly that I'm going to be uh, functioning under and as far as the agency goes. You know, I've got my Creator Die LLC brand, which is the parent organization, but I don't know that 
I'm gonna go with Create or Die Studios. You know, maybe, maybe that's the right choice. Uh, playing with a couple other ideas that will complement that, okay? So if you wanna hear a little bit more about my decision, what my plans are, what I'm looking to do, if you wanna go on this journey with me, then I invite you to join me on these podcasts, on the YouTube channel, as I start to unfold my experiences, you know, in real time, almost, you know, yeah, I will be doing some live streams. You'll be able to see what it looks like for a freelancer to start something like this in a down economy. There are some that would say not the right time and others, that's the voice I choose to listen to right now would say this is the perfect time and that some of the greatest companies of the past couple of decades were created and founded around the last downturn and that's what uh what i'm looking to do so stay right here and we'll talk a little bit more after the break That's right, friends. It's I come back, and like I said, I'm taking the leap. I'm finally gonna listen to my own advice, to the advice of others that I know that have seen do big things, others that I don't know that I've been admiring from the sidelines. You know, one of those voices is Alex Ramosi. I just finished his first book for the second time, $100 million offers. And in between those, I, I listened to the second book, 100 million offer, or excuse me, 100 million deals. And I think I've included those, in, you know, talked about those in the past. I'll, I'll drop some links, some uh, affiliate links in the uh, description. So check those out. But, you know, I'm, I'm following him on all the different socials. You know, TikTok is one of my favorite platforms currently uh, because it seems to just randomly serve up the right thing, the thing I need to hear again and again. And, and recently, probably the past week or two, uh, let's say the past week, I heard this one from Alex about entrepreneurship and what he feels is the hardest thing. One of the hardest parts of entrepreneurship is managing emotions and managing anxiety and managing stress so that you can make higher quality decisions. And high quality decisions are one of those things that compound over a long period of time. Because we make hundreds and hundreds of decisions every single day, every single week for our business. And it's many small micros that can go all the way up. 1% better every day compounded for 365 days is 37X what you started, or 0.1% worse goes down to zero at the end of the year. So there you go. You know, Alex Ramosi, he's a young guy, <laughs> relatively speaking. He's in his early 30s and he's worth hundreds of millions. He's built some awesome brands. He's, uh, he's done more than a lot of us will do in our entire lifetime in, you know, the past decade, basically. And he has a gift for 
distilling down important knowledge nugs into bite-sized mini nugs that we can all consume without choking. Just, just great. And they're super tasty and applicable. You know, and he's also got a gift for being direct and frank and speaking on a third grade level, which I know I appreciate, you know, because a lot of these marketing books out there or entrepreneurship books or even books on theory of design or, or whatever can be a little over one's head. And I think a lot of times they do that because they're speaking to themselves or they want to show their peers how much they know and pat themselves on the back with their beautiful buzzword laced vocabulary right but mr hormosi he breaks down simple matter of fact do x get y but it's that easy here's a script and he's constantly sibling but uh, it's enough about him. Let's dissect what he just said right there, right? The hardest thing, one of the hardest things about entrepreneurship is managing one's emotions. Now, since I've made this decision and I've still got the relative security of my day job for another couple weeks and you know, got a couple more paychecks <laughs> coming my way, uh, Every once in a while, it'll just hit me like, what in the F have you done? Are you seriously throwing away this cush job with benefits, good pay, and all you gotta do is give that company 40 to 60 hours a week and the rest of the time is yours and you're good and you're just gonna throw that away because what well, you think you're special right and you know it's been a couple months month and a half ago early december or so when i well for a month where when i gave my notice and i said you know listen boss man i'm looking to do something more with my life i'm looking to follow my dream of creating all the time and not having anyone else I can point to as oh that person you know is running the company or, or the department in a, in a way that I don't agree with or this louder voice um, squeakier wheel wins in this occasion because I no longer have the energy to fight these battles that are a moot point. Um, and I'm, you know, just hypothetically saying these things. It's not that I really experienced this, right? And I'm not trying to complain either. It's just, honestly, it's time. And I know that I'm meant for something bigger. I'm meant to do this. And now is the time 
for me. But yeah, it's it's been it's been scary. So what Alex Ramosi said there about managing our emotions to not let anxiety take over and that need to make the next dollar determine or yeah determine our decisions right you know you've got to make the right decision at the right time that will benefit you the company your family long term and that's going to mean saying no to things and that's been one of the hardest things that i've learned in my 20 years of doing commercial art is someone comes to me with a job big or small and i'm like yeah it's better than nothing right i need uh, i depend on this i'm gonna do it i'm gonna take it and we'll just make it work right and i ignore the red flags where they're like yeah i've worked with 20 other designers and they're all stupid and they can't do good work, but I've seen what you do. I know you're different and this is going to be amazing. <laughs> right. So that sounds good. They just complimented me and they have money and we're going to do this, right? Wrong, my friend. As soon as they start, you know, putting down others that they've worked with, that's automatically a red flag you know they're they're not willing to take any ownership for you know why things went wrong and nine times out of ten it you know may not be on the first project may not be the first exchange it may be three or four down the road or it may be when it comes time to actually collect the money which is super important right that you find out just how hard they are to work with and by that point it's too late you've, you've burned some serious bridges potentially with other people with other companies you've had to say no because you know yeah, i am finishing up this other project when you know you make those right decisions initially and you're going to be a lot happier you might say, Ike, it seems like you've lost your train of thought. What's going on here? Well, I'm making the mistake of looking at myself on the monitor and trying to get myself in the best lighting so that the shot will be as good as possible. And I love this lens, but when the background isn't far enough away and I have to sit back quite a distance from the lens to so I'm not right up in your face those of you who are watching this then I don't get that level of bokeh that I would like to have so yeah we're working it we're figuring it out I really need like a nine millimeter lens instead of a 25 millimeter which on a three-quarter sensor camera uh, it's actually like a 50 millimeter anyways i digress there, there you go it's one of those creative 
ADD things that I suffer from. <laughs> so let's get back to what we were talking about. Wearing our emotions on our sleeves. And I think that's that's one great example about anxiety and how you can overthink things and worry yourself into a stupor. And the next thing you know, you're you're thinking, yeah, I've just got to run to the closest fast food place and work a few hours so that we can, you know, pay a bill or whatever, rather than um, thinking, okay, let's get on the LinkedIn, let's start reaching out to warm leads, come up with tailored uh, ideas for what could help their business, like, you know, just reaching out. I love your website. I know we worked in the past. Looks like you have an amazing creative team. Congrats. That's that's great. You know, I am not looking to displace them, but I noticed that you don't have 3D versions of your products and exploded views, and and um, you're lacking in explainer videos or. What are your thoughts on that? I, you know, have this idea that has worked for me at other, other companies where we do this, this, and this, and uh, I'd love to take you to lunch and talk about that. You know, if you're reaching out to warm leads where there's some type of connection, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna close a high percentage of those. You know, you're not just sending out some random email to some rando who doesn't know you and saying like do you need 3d or video services well great we've been doing this for so much years and we can do it cheaper and quicker than anyone else yeah you know and, and that's another good thing about alex ramosi is he talks about his failings and how one of the biggest things that he ran up against was uh, you know he had a successful gym business he started gym launch where he would go into struggling gyms work his magic for 30 days or whatever get the membership levels back up and you know incorporate his marketing techniques that have really worked and next thing you know, that gym is doing well and he's sharing in the profits. And he did that, you know, multiple gyms a month, made multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then one day ran into a situation where the gyms started offering refunds to their uh, gym goers and having them sign up again because then that way it was kind of a loophole around what they owed Alex Ramosi for, you know, I get so much of the profits for the people I signed up during my time helping your gym. Well, let's just cancel that and get that money refunded and then sign up again, that deal's over and now I get to collect all the the proceeds says no mr gym owner right 
they were getting refunds. GM owners had found a loophole. Alex Ramosi had just paid all of his uh, salespeople. And next thing you know, they looked at their account, Alex and his wife, wife or girlfriend at the time, Layla, and they were 60,000 in the negative because of all those refunds and they can, and they kept coming, right? And so he was broke, essentially. And so he got pretty worried for a minute, which I think we all would, and thought, what am I gonna do? This model has been broken. You know, I've got other gyms on the line who were willing to pay me some bucks, and how am I gonna do it? Because they could do the same thing. So I'm gonna have to call them up and cancel. And, you know, lately you've got your personal training thing that you do, right? Um, and that was pretty good business at one point. Uh, how about we just flip the script and start calling people up, setting up personal training engagements and you can get some of your athletic friends to join in and we'll get their plates filled and maybe in a couple months, weeks, if we're lucky, we'll be able to dig ourselves out of this hole and be back at square one. Now, I'm paraphrasing and probably not doing it justice, surprise, surprise. Um, so she started doing that, you know, she was, collecting some or you know scheduling some appointments collecting some down payment money but it was there was still a long way to go at the same time Alex started calling up these gyms first one he called he was like you know hey sorry um, I'm not doing this anymore it kind of blew up in my face I'm afraid I'm gonna have to cancel on you I won't be there you know, in two weeks to help transform your gym, I apologize. And to the surprise, the gym owner was like, what? I, I need this, this is my life, you know, this was my last, my one last ditch effort, I need your help, please, I'll, I'll do anything, you know, just one more, don't, don't let me be the, your last one. Now, having just been burned, was like, yeah, you know, sorry, I've got to take care of myself. I can't put myself at that kind of risk again. I apologize. And then the guy was like, well, can you just tell me what you did? And I'll even, you know, pay for it. I'll, you know, tell me what you did and I'll do it myself. I just need some kind of help. I'm, I'm at my wit's end. And Alex thought to himself, what, you know, this is my secret sauce. I'm not just going to give it away to somebody. Um, yeah, no, sorry. And then I, I don't remember if there was another back and forth again or whatever, but he then gave him the, uh, I know he'll say no price of like, $6,000. Okay, I'll, I'll create a write-up. I'll get it to you 
Monday morning, this was Friday or Saturday or something, and if you'll pay me $6,000, I'll give that to you. And to his surprise, the guy was like, okay, done. And a light went off in Alex and said, like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I don't have to go out there and physically be there and sleep on the floor and dig super deep and make this happen. I'm able to just sell my tried and true process. And this guy was happy to pay it. So he's like, okay, I've got like 10 more of these on the list. Um, maybe they'll want to do that as well. So same script, you know, went and called each one of them and was like, you know, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. Apologize, I'm not gonna be able to come out. You know, that's, we're going a different direction. But if you're interested in my playbook that you know, tried and true guaranteed exact steps of what you need to do, I'll get that to you Monday morning. And this time he said, and it'll cost you $8,000. So 2000 more than the previous. And to his surprise, the, the next one was like, yep. Yeah. Until he was up to like ten or $12,000 each selling this. And he was still doing the same amount of work. It was just maybe one more email to hit send on. And he was collecting this money up front. So like in a couple of days, he had the money come in to pay off that uh, bill. So what does that tell me? What does that tell you? You gotta learn how to sell, my friend. Now, you know, I don't wanna pat myself on the back too hard, but I've done some selling in my day. You know, I've, uh, I've done a good job at it and I've done a bad job at it. And I've learned a thing or two. I've been out of practice per se for a while, but you know, what, this isn't a show about how to sell or whatever, but really, and now Tremosi makes a great point of this, really it's not about convincing someone to buy something that they don't need. It's just about giving them the information so that they can make the best, most educated decision possible for themselves. And if you do that right, you're gonna create an offer, $100 million offer, which is Alex's first book, that they would feel dumb saying no to. Because here you've just described like, look, it's a win-win. There might even be a guarantee or two in there. And it's tried and true. So go get you some of that, right? Now, that's easier said than done. And I wouldn't be sitting here and telling you to go do this just off of Alex's advice, and, you know, theoretical thing, because yeah, he's telling us that, that he's done that and he's succeeded and X, Y, and Z. Uh, but I can tell you that I've done it myself, you know, and 
I've learned a lot of ways to do it even better from the likes of Alex Ramosi and Chris Doe, who has done it in, in our industry of design. And if you listen to Chris's stuff, you'll see that he's a big Alex Ramosi fan and, and his book and, and, you know, ideas have taken his stuff to a whole nother level. Gone from charging $37 an hour to making, you know, three million a year or whatever it is. So it's pretty impressive. And back to the part where I told you I did it, I've done it, I do it myself. I'm just wiggling the mouse so that I don't lose my monitor and potentially the recording. But it's these warm leads, you know, and that this is something that I have that I didn't have 20 years ago when I tried to do freelance my own agency of one is I had not only no idea what I was doing but second I didn't have an app you know over the past couple of years when I've been dipping my toe into doing some side work uh, I've reached out to my network you know just one carefully crafted how do you do kind of message through LinkedIn where it was essentially like you know oh man I'm sorry to see that you left the company we're both currently working at or I can see you just had a job change. Congratulations. That's awesome. You know, I miss working with you. I had a good experience. And just so you know, I'm available for freelance creative. You know, something I'm doing on nights and weekends just to help build the portfolio. I'd love for a chance to, for us to work together again. Cheers. And I let's say I sent out... 10 of those messages over a couple of days. And I'd say 80% of those got a response within 24 hours. And, you know, 50, 60% of those, of the total, the original 100%, 10 that I sent out, so we're talking five or six, said, yeah, let's let's do something. I actually have something coming up. And in a couple of cases, it turned out to be something that materialized within a week or two. Others, it took, you know, a month or two or six months even in a couple of cases to where we actually did something together. You know, a couple of those cases, it was like, yeah, let's get together. Let's reach out after this point and let's find a time. Didn't happen. But out of 10, you know, I'm saying three of those turned into actual projects that, you know, averaged four or five grand, you know. And so basically, decision came to hey I've been doing this on the side for a couple years made some good supplemental income created some new 
relationships and built some new bridges with new people. And it's time to say, yeah, if I put 100% of my effort into this and I do what I know I need to do, then it's going to work. It is going to work. Now, does that mean I'm never going to be late for a payment or I'm never going to have to kind of dig deep and figure out how to get through a little hard spot? No, not at all. Not at all. And I can, to, you know, Alex's point there on the, on the onset, I can let that eat me up and be afraid and allow that to scare and bother me. Or I can say, I'm just going to take it one step in front of the other. I'm going to keep all of these different plates spinning, you know, to use a marketing sales term. I'm going to focus on all these different stages of the pipeline or the funnel. You know, we're going to ensure that we're doing enough social to help reach kind of the top of funnel people. You know, we're going to do some more catered outreach to some of this kind of stage five through three or middle of the funnel. And then, you know, bottom of the funnel, closing stuff. And be like, hey, let me come in, show you what I can do. Let's do a test project, you know, guaranteed that you'll be happy with the results. And if not, you know, you don't have to pay me or um, we'll continue to work at it until you are happy. Whatever the, the right magic and offer is. So, Friends, if, if that excites you and if you're like, yeah, I can see that working or I'd like to see if this big goofy guy can actually do what he's saying he's going to do, either way, it's going to be some, some good quality entertainment and it's going to be coming at you from all the channels. You know, you're going to get this long form podcast type of scenario where I'll talk about it with guests like this, with quasi guests where they're not actually here, but we're leveraging their learnings like today's episode with Alex and so on and so forth. And then we're going to have the short form kind of funny self-deprecating stuff where it's like, well, that didn't work or we're going to try this. Let's see what happens type of thing. Now I'm excited and I know I'm going to learn a lot, you know, I'm going to look back six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. And I guarantee you that I'm going to say, this is one of the best things I ever did. Now, is that going to be because I'm going to be looking back on a year where I made a million dollars? Maybe could also be that I learned a lot about myself through the process and 
I was introduced to a new opportunity maybe that wasn't quite what I foresaw for myself, but it actually turned out to be the right thing at the right time. And I'm looking back and saying, if I hadn't have taken that jump, then, then that opportunity wouldn't have materialized. Could be that, you never know. Or it could be, we just had 360 bad days, which equates into 360 good stories. You know? And then we'll find a way to uh, take those lemons and make lemonade. So, until next time, my friends, keep on creating. Create or die.